As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good morning. Rolling through the big show on the radio. Hello, this is Robert Goulet, and you're listening to the Pride of the Red States. John Boy and Billy, right here on the big show. Some enchanted morning, you may hear the big show. Where's my big bag? Who can't be topical? Wednesday, November the 22nd, the day before Thanksgiving. That would be precisely the 47th week, 326 day of 23. There are 39 days left until 2024. All right. If you, only you were as good at calorie counts as you are at that. <laughs> uh, somebody write them down for me like Taylor does here. There's, nice. there's an app for that. Yeah. Yeah, you mess with. Let's see here. National Day's all written down right here for me. National Tie One Own Day. Ooh. And then it says, No, not that, you booze hounds. Oh. <laughs> well, that's a tad harsh. Mm. <laughs> I know Tater didn't write it. <laughs> so this uh, day celebrates the apron. There you go. As well as the past generations of women who wore them. Hmm. And it says here, I don't understand this. It was also created as a day to bring joy to the life of someone in need and celebrate the spirit of giving. So now the booze hounds are going, aren't you sorry you dismissed this so <laughs> yeah. quickly? Yeah. I guess, that doesn't sound like nearly as much fun. I guess like cooking dinner and, and making, you know, bacon yeah, for others. Tie one, tie the apron on, tie get on to it. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wear an apron when I cook, do you? Uh, I got to no. figure you yeah. don't. Yeah. Yeah. On a grill, if I got one handy, you know. Yeah. I had one. In fact, I wonder what happened to my grilling sauce apron. Hmm. One of the booze been... hounds must have made off with <laughs> it. Uh, it's National Jukebox Day. says, the day before gathering around the turkey, gather around the nearest jukebox. 
to celebrate this day. <laughs> How's that? That sound good? Let's go with that. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. Yeah, National Cranberry Relish Day. Hey, while you're there at the jukebox, have a big thing of cranberry <laughs> relish. Believe, is that different than cranberry sauce? Yes. I guess so, mm-hmm. huh? Yes. All right. Believed Usually. to have originated in the New England states during the early 1900s mm-hmm. of the big relish craze. Right. It usually the, has like, you know, you have other stuff uh, in it. You know, like uh, oranges. Apples. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, well, that's it's like chunkier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cranberry we don't sauce. cram yeah. that in the day before Thanksgiving, man. Well, I like the bouncy kind, you know, grew up with. The mm-hmm. kind that came the, in the, the can. Yeah. 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 It's something it about that taste. Yeah. yeah. I love that sound when it comes out uh-huh. of the can. <clears throat> and it just goes with turkey and dressing for some reason. Mm-hmm. That taste. Something about because that you, they've been feeding it to you your whole life. All right. That's it. All right, well, that works. All right, well, we got three days in history saved up. We'll get our first prize back out and get the winning beginning. We're awake. Big Show's on the radio. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. First prize packet today, a liquid performance automotive cleaning and detailing kit. In that John Boy and Billy Bucket, click on that banner when you go to thebigshow.com. Check out our fine sponsor. Listen up right now to three days in history where we'll get our categories for you to win it. November 22th, 1917, the National Hockey League was founded, and they were all Canadian teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montreal Canadians, the Montreal Maroons. That's morons. <laughs> we represent Toronto mm-hmm. Arenas. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, Quebec Bulldogs and Ottawa Senators. Yeah, and you know, the Canadians is the only one they're still using. <laughs> wow. Uh, and, uh, on this date, 1961, the Elvis movie Blue Hawaii premiered, and it made $4.7 million. It was his biggest movie of his career. Mm-hmm. What was that one about? About the same thing that they're all oh, about? Yeah, yeah. 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 Beach, he's a, he was going to a restaurant and getting in a fight with somebody, and then they'd sing a song. Yeah. They were all yeah. pretty much alike. Yeah. I wonder who the girl was with him. We'll have to look that up. I was bet it, it was Shelly, the, Shelly Fabares was in a, lot, a uh, couple of Anne Margaret. And Ann Margaret, too. Yeah, yeah. Was she the one with the. Never mind. All right, Dumbermont. Finally, this day, no three. Three burglars were arrested in Brazil after they returned to a house and asked for receipts for the goods they had stolen. Mm. Seemed the young thieves, besides being idiots, mm. told the homeowner that they couldn't sell the stuff. So he said, all right, wait here. And he went to get the receipts. That's what he said. And they called police and come arrest ah. him. <laughs> you know, you have to wonder about that. Uh. In Brazil, they actually probably didn't think there was anything wrong with it. If they went back to the homeowner, oh, could we get the receipts that we stole mm. from? Mm. You know, we stole from you fair and square. You kinda, right, right, You kind of right. do us a solid. We're need some paperwork here. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, and that's about where we're getting to today, boys. That's 03. That was 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look around America and that smash and grab crap. Oh. All right. Anyway, good morning. That's our three categories. <laughs> and we're ready to, let's get the winning beginning. That'll help. All right, 1 800 Big Show. We'll get a contestant and play next. Good morning, Big Show's on already. Well, that escalated rather quickly. <laughs> it went everywhere at the same time. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wide awake here for you, day before Thanksgiving. Let's uh, get you ready to, uh, well, man, well, I already did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You want to do it again? Uh, Apparently, uh, everybody but you is ready. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe the Brazil story will come out differently this time. Love me out. Up 
Packers. Let's play about Buckers. Teddy Allen more stories. It's a game that anyone can win. <laughs> John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing outburst, have a hurry oh, up and guess no time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Robert's hanging on. Robert from Stegman, North Carolina. We'll have a big show time. Robert, what's up? Good morning. Robert, Robert. Good morning. <laughs> I was, like, was that me or was that was a dog? <laughs> that was the dog. Oh, okay. He's waking up too. I sound different on the radio. <laughs> All right, Robert, we're glad you made it in here, buddy. Let's get you through these three categories. You ready to go? Yes, sir. Five seconds. Give us three things you see in a hockey game. Ready to go? A players, ice rink, and scoreboard. Right. And maroons in some areas. <laughs> oh, what a bunch of maroons. That was a Bugs Bunny disc, yeah, wasn't right, it? Yeah, right, yeah. Right. All right, Robert, back to you, buddy. Three things you find in Hawaii. Ready, go. Pineapples, volcanoes, mm-hmm. and resorts. All right. For the win, three reasons you need receipts. Ready, go. The returns, refunds. And rebate. Rebate. Well done. <laughs> it was you, man. Yeah. Robert, John Boy, Miller Bucket with a liquid performance automotive cleaning and detailing kit headed your way over Stedman. Awesome. Thank you. All right, hey, buddy. first time caller, John Boy. All right, man. There you go, Robert. Hey, and by the way, uh, Taylor just told me about that Elvis deal talking about uh, he returns home to Hawaii following several years of strict military life. And then he wants to hang loose and surf all day. Hmm. But his family, his family pressures him to work for the family pineapple business. Who oh, looked at you? Uh, much to the chagrin of his snobby mother, Angela Lansbury. Wow. Now, so he wow. lands a job as a tour guide at the same company where his girlfriend, Joan Blackman, works. Don't know that name. Oh, I ain't got a job, man. We can't picture. All right. Elvis has left the building. Hey, Robert, you hang on for your prize pack. All right, sir. Thank you. Oh, you should play quarterback for the Vikings. Apparently, yeah. Billy's still looking up Elvis' girlfriend. Joan Blackman trying to find out what the deal is with her. Even at her age now, Billy, Uh, you ain't got a shot. Well, meantime, we'll jump out and catch you up on your news. We'll keep at it. a big show on the radio a day before thanksgiving yesterday's featured track from the big show bit box carl childers thanksgiving got that we're gonna play fire the morning risers right here right quick want to tell you today's featured track from the big show bit box marvin webster black friday and fat white saturday 
Search for keyword fat wife. <laughs> and ignore the picture of John Boy that will pop right up. You'll get a lot of hits with that, yeah, yeah. for sure. Way to go to the big show.com. All right, let's do it. It's time once again for story time with your host, Carl Childers. Mm. I reckon y'all like to hear about that first Thanksgiving, what happened to Fur Piece back. <laughs> I heard it told a good many ways, but I figure I might be able to come up with something rather to say about it. And the way I hear tell, a bunch of furners got a belly full of the way they's doing things over there in that fern country they was a living in. So a big family of them decided to come to America here. <clears throat> they's all kinfolk one way or another, seems to me. All had the last name Pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> Well, sir, these pilgrim folks packed him a change of drawers and some potted meat. All of them piled onto some boats there. Some folks called them ships. I call them boats. They called them a neener, the pinner, and the Saint Claus. <laughs> them pilgrims pretty much no count when it comes to sailing and such. They so busy playing shuffleboard and fooling around, they wound up running a plumb into a big old rock on the shore there. <laughs> <laughs> they figure as long as they run up on dry land, they might as well give this place a shot. They weren't sure if and if and this is America or not. They so dead gum happy to be off in the water, he's ready to bust. <laughs> they weren't used to having so much room to live in. So they all run off summers, exploring and laughing and carrying on. <laughs> I reckon they's a bit noisy. All that nonsense didn't sit too well with the folks that's already living there. Made a whole bunch of Indians homesteading in them parts. Not the kind with the red polka dot in their heads. Other kind. <laughs> the kind of living tents. Carry Tommy Hawks and whatnot. <laughs> Seems they didn't like being called Indians much, I reckon. They wanted to be called Native Americans. Them pilgrims said, all right then. It's a good thing them Native Americans is a friendly bunch. Them pilgrims did a sorry job of taking care of themselves. And they didn't know nothing about farming. They didn't have no warm clothes, just them big hats with them shoes with a big belt buckle on them. <laughs> they was pretty good at a digging a hole with a stub. They couldn't cipher out how to fix up a shed to put over the top of it. <laughs> they pretty much no counted everything. My old Native American feller schooled him on how to take care of things. Especially this one feller named Squanto. I reckon he had him some time off of working with the Lone Ranger. <laughs> so he showed them pilgrim there how to get along right good. Taught him how to hunt, catch a catfish, tote that wash down to the laundry mat, sharpen that lawnmower blade with a big old rock. Even taught him how to use beads and shiny rocks to do some trading with that big squaw with a sore feet up at the dollar store. <laughs> them Native Americans liked the way them pilgrims talked. Pilgrims liked the way them Native Americans talked. Well, sir, things went along pretty good for us, Bill. That pilgrim family. Well, sir, they thought they'd throw a big shindig for our new friends there. They'd know they's grateful for all that help. Mm. Well, sir. They decided to rustle up some special sort of grub or another. 
really put on the dog. <laughs> Told Daddy Pilgrim, some of his boys there, they decided to go hunting. They so excited they couldn't sleep, so they got up early and had breakfast at the Warfel House there. <laughs> <laughs> and then off they went. They weren't at it too long before they run across this big old funny looking bird. Not funny queer, funny ha ha. <laughs> Kinda looked like a big old dog with a feather duster stuck in his hind end. <laughs> well, sir, they got that funny looking bird. <laughs> Stuffed it with some stovetop stuffing. <laughs> trotted it out for that big old surprise supper. Well, Squanto had him a little girl there. Mm, cute little thing. No bigger than a squirrel. <laughs> she saw that bird all cooked up. She started to bawling her eyes out. She yelled, What'd you kill my turkey for? What'd you kill my turkey for? <laughs> Turns out that old funny-looking bird there was a turkey. Mm. Squanto, little girl, and that turkey, they made friends. Well, it didn't sit too well with them Native Americans. Mm, they just saw red. They didn't go to kill them pilgrims. But they figured, mm. it's so close to Christmas, they just leave them there to fend for themselves. Some Native Americans, they run off down to Atlanta. Starting them a baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> them pilgrims did all right, I reckon. They begat and begat, and pretty soon they's all over the place. So I reckon, except for that little girl, her dead turkey, it's a pretty happy ending all around. Moral of the story is, you're gonna eat some folks' pet bird. Do it close to Christmas so they don't kill you. <laughs> the end. Storytime is brought to you by Hargrave's Potted Meat Product. Chock full of peckers and lips since 1937. You ever ate somebody's bird, old fella? <laughs> Show on the radio day before Thanksgiving. Coming up about 20 minutes. Got Marine Sergeant Rocky. It was actually taken hostage. A big Iran hostage deal about 444 days. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're talking about the foals of honor. And here, something to be thankful for our men and women in service. You know how I feel about that. So, about 20 minutes. Hope you can be around my man Rocky and foals of honor. All right. Right now, nothing on about this is kind of funny. Let's do it. It's time for Dumb Crook News. Dumb Crook stories gleaned from newspapers and wire services and mostly sent in by you, the big show listeners. And the address will follow this report. A woman in Mount Carmel, Tennessee, stole a purse from a car in a parking lot and found the owner's checkbook inside and went on a shopping spree. A week later, the thief got pulled over by a policeman who found the stolen checkbook. The thief gave investigators a lot of help solving the case. She'd been keeping track of the remaining balance by writing down all the fraudulent charges in the checkbook register. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) 
very organized thief. Well, it is yeah. possible to be too organized. <laughs> she didn't want to get overdrawn. Have you seen those fees? <laughs> a Marion, Illinois man was arrested for stealing a street sweeper. The operator left the sweeper running while using a leaf blower on a problem spot in a parking lot. And 27-year-old man fleeing from police noticed the sweeper hopped on and tried to make it his getaway car. <laughs> he was arrested after a short, very low-speed pursuit. Yeah. Hey, don't they but run good about try, O.J. <laughs> yeah. They don't go real fast. It's kind of like okay. a no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a man broke into a house in Wilmington, Delaware, through a window and discovered a well-stocked bar inside. He finished off three bottles of gin and two bottles of whiskey. Ooh, I hope he was there for a while. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, <laughs> when he decided to leave three days later, yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. Okay. the burglar discovered that all the doors in the house needed a key to open them, even from the inside. What? Too drunk to climb out the window, he called 911 <laughs> for help. <laughs> Investigators say the homeowner had the special double locks installed when the same burglar broke into the same house a year earlier. Yikes. <laughs> uh, well, when a man hit a $2,000 jackpot at a casino in Erie, Pennsylvania, it turned out to be the unluckiest day of his life. The winner had been banned from casinos when he enrolled in a state rehab program for compulsive gamblers. So the $2,000 jackpot went to the Compulsive Gamblers Fund, mm. and the winner was charged with trespassing for being in the casino in the first place. <laughs> wow. <laughs> a woman in Bend, Oregon, hired a company to clean up her dog's poop from her yard. <laughs> when the woman fell behind in making her monthly payments and started ducking phone calls about the bill, oh, yeah, yeah, the frustrated company went to her home and dumped $150 worth of dog poop in her front yard. Oh, I didn't know they had commodities. <laughs> a policeman in a convenience store in Lebanon, Pennsylvania, noticed a man walking out of the store's restroom, examining the ball cap in his hand with a puzzled look on his face. Well, the cop walked up to the man, peeled a baggie of marijuana off his forehead, and said, is this what you're looking for? <laughs> the man had hidden a stash inside his hat, and the perspiration made the plastic bag stick to his forehead. Yeah. You Why do you think they call it dope? <laughs> Walking out the bathroom. Where is it, bro? Oh, man. A 29-year-old Glendale, Arizona man was arrested for stealing copper wiring from an air conditioning company truck parked in a driveway. The thief had so much trouble pulling the wire out of the truck, he accidentally sliced off one of his fingers. Well, the suspect told investigators he injured his hand while working on his car. Mm. But the finger found at the crime scene matched a set of the man's fingerprints on file at the local police department. Yeah. Here, hold this up. They fingerprinted the finger. A driver in Valley Springs, California, called 911 to report a trucker right in front of him who was weaving all over the road. When police stopped the trucker, the driver who reported him also pulled over. Well, the cops soon realized the truck driver was completely sober, mm. but the man who reported him was drunk. Oh. <laughs> so the trucker had been driving just fine. The guy behind him was the one doing all the swerving and weaving. <laughs> he thought it was a truck in front of him. <laughs> Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. That's him, Ossifer. <laughs> Get him off the street before he kills somebody. <laughs> look at him, look at him. Oh, uh, finally, a Swedish woman pulled over by police on suspicion of DUI admitted that she had been drinking but said her driving was not affected because she remembered to keep one eye closed <laughs> so she wouldn't suffer from double vision. <laughs> Uh, if you got Dumb Crook News, mail to Dumb Crook News. Big Show, P.O. Box 19111, Charlotte NC 28219. Uh, email anybody but me at thebigshow.com. Good morning, it's a Big Show on the radio. Hello, Blimsy Primus here. And when I'm on this side of the pond, I get my daily dose of culture and edification every morning from these two delightful lads, John Boy and Billy, right here on the big show. You know, I hate to break it to you boys, but where I come from, you're all Yankees. Oh, 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 well, I thought it was funny. It's a big show on the radio for you Wednesday, November the 22nd, day before Thanksgiving. Yeah, notice this Thanksgiving movie you didn't have and what to watch yesterday, Taylor. Well, you had to have that pilgrim that 
slashes people up. Yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving. So, so is Thanksgiving. The name of it. Yeah, is yeah. that a new? That is a new one. Yeah, that yeah. is a new one. Thanksgiving. Yeah, it just came out. Come on, will y'all just leave us some holidays. <laughs> we don't hang around killing people. <laughs> Please. And he's dressed like a pilgrim. You see his top hat. That's the only thing I see. We got long knife top hat. Buckle. Buckle Going around. <laughs> Buckle on the hat. Notice the buckle. No, it's not scary. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, anyway, here's something stupid. Coming this Thanksgiving, Clint Eastwood is back as Harry Callahan. But this time, he's making butterballs. This axe is made out of case-hardened steel. One swing, and it'll take your head clean off. Turkey Harry. you got to ask yourself one question. Do you want stuffing? Clint Eastwood is Turkey Harry. Rated G for gobble. Go ahead, punk. Make my Thanksgiving day. Good morning. Big Show's on the radio for your Wednesday morning. Coming up, we'll play John Boy Jeopardy. We'll tell you about the big old prize pack here in a sec. But first, y'all, before we uh, take off for our Thanksgiving break, we wanted to uh, bring the Folds of Honor uh, people in here. Uh, since its inception in 07, Foles of Honors provided over 51,000 scholarships to the families of fallen or disabled military service members. And now they've added first responders. And it's been a while since we talked to somebody with Foles of Honor. And today, y'all, we have a true American hero, Rocky Sigmund. He was a young Marine when the U.S. Embassy was overrun. He was then held for 444 days during the Iranian hostage crisis, the first 30 days tied to a chair. Oh my. He was allowed outside for seven days. We'll hear it from Rocky, but a lot of this has been talking about this with the hostages, with the Israeli mm-hmm. and the Hamas conflict mm-hmm. is going on. And we're just tickled to death to have Rocky with us this morning. Saturday, November the 4th, mark the 44th anniversary of Rocky being taken hostage. Rocky, welcome to the big show. Well, guys, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be with you. Oh, man, it is our honor. That is the truth. Wow. So, and, and Rocky, I'm looking after your honorable discharge. You worked 34 years for Anheuser-Busch. And Anheuser-Busch, one of Foles of Honor's earliest and biggest supporters, they have provided nearly $22 million for academic scholarships in the last 13 years. Uh, Just right off the bat, Rocky, thank you for your service then and as you continue to serve, brother. Well, I I thank you guys for helping to continue to educate everybody because, you know, this Thanksgiving, uh, we must remember that our military men and women and our first responders, you know, they're out there making sure that everything is running well as we're at home uh, drinking a cold Budweiser and eating that bird and enjoying our freedom. And trust me, 44 years ago, I was uh, getting ready to spend my first of two Thanksgivings in a very dark area. Mm. And I count my blessings every day. And um, I remember those eight individuals that sacrificed their life. You guys, uh, John Boy and Billy, you guys remember that rescue operation. Yeah. Eight mm. people lost their life in 1980. Yeah. 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 It wasn't until I came home that I realized that uh, they lost their life for me. And every morning I earn each day a memory of those guys. Wow. Rocky, what, what did you know? Did you know anything? What was going on while you were held for these 444 days? You know, that's a, a great question. It was uh, two weeks prior to November 4th, 1979. Uh, we had gotten word that the Shah of Iran, the dictator of Iran, uh, was being allowed into the United States uh, for medical treatment. And President Carter at the time uh, told his staff, if I bring the Shah in, 
What are you going to say when the Islamic Republic of Iran takes our people hostage? And the sad thing about it is two weeks after uh, the Shah was let in, November 4th, uh, that morning, um, you know, our American embassy was wide open. There was no security and they came over the wall. And that that is, you guys, that is the day that the war on terrorism started. The Islamic Republic of Iran, it started in April 1st, 1979. That day of November 4th, that is the day that the war on terrorism started with us. And it's not stopped for the past 44 years. But it was all about the Shah. Uh, of course, the Shah dies, though. Oh. July 27th, 1980. We don't know about this. We're in Evin prison. I spent four months in that um, that hole. I would say another word, but we're mm. on the air. I don't want to say something. But um, it was uh, in a, uh, a sporting news from St. Louis, Missouri. We, in the sporting news, find out that Shaw had died. Uh, July 27th, the day after my birthday in 1980. And here it was, October. And we're sitting there thinking, well, the Shaw. He's dead. If he's dead, why are we still here? Mm. Well, then we spent our second Thanksgiving, second Christmas, and little did we realize, guys, that uh, we found out the United States released $8.3 billion. That's with a B mm. on January 20, uh, 17th, 1981, and we're not released until January 20th. So it was about money. And, of course, there was a war. Not only were you held hostages, I turned 23 in that hole, uh, but there was a war within uh, Iran and Iraq that was going on. We had no idea. Iran needed money to fight that war. So it just so happened that uh, they, uh, the United States of America gave the uh, Islamic Republic of Iran $8.3 billion and were released. Wow. Mm. Man, that's something. You know, I never thought about that. That's when the war on terror or when the terrorists declare war on us when they yeah. took you guys. Yeah, because yeah. an embassy was was respected basically by all sides in every That's war. That's just like up a, that attacking point, right? America. Yeah, right, yeah, right? yeah, definitely. That is an act of war. Absolutely. That day that they allowed those individuals. And then three days later, I told Khomeini, he blessed them and said, yes, what you have done is mm. good. Well, that is the day that it, it's all gone um, down the hole. And you know what? A Muslim is not born with hatred. They are taught hatred. Mm. And you guys, every November 4th and every January 20th, our flag is burnt uh, along with the Israeli flag. I mean, it's death to America and death to Jews. And so it has gone on for 44 years. When are we ever going to wake up? I mean, Iran, the Islamic Republic of Iran, they're the head of the octopus and Hezbollah and Hamas, they are the arms of the octopus. Mm. And so... They're the proxies executing what uh, the Islamic Republic of Iran wants. But uh, it is sad. And, you know, that morning, November 4th, 1979, I, along with myself and, and Billy Gallegos, another Marine, were in the basement when they broke through the basement window. And who do they bring forward? The Islamic Republic of Iran, the men. The men brought women in black shadors, four women, and used them as shields, just like what's going on in a man. Yeah. You got the the DNA is all over that, why they put rockets and they put arms in hospitals. Because you know what? If you shoot them, and trust me, and my wife hates this, that uh, I regret it not ever pulling that trigger the morning of November 4th, 1979. Um, and I think that they wanted us to shoot those unarmed innocent women mm. so that they could have used them and paraded them around. Mm. Um, but they know how to use the media as a uh, 
uh, a perfect opportunity. And they're still doing the same the same things. They're still doing it. And then we got young kids growing up that have no idea what they're doing. They're just told to no. go protest. They don't know. And that's why we got to keep it out there in front of our of our people. And you what have is the, going on? You have the little kids. They have a version of Sesame Street that teaches them to hate Israel and America. They grow up that they so they're cartoons. indoctrinated from the time they're born almost. That's it. Yeah. And you know what, guys, it, it is whenever somebody says, well, what, what should we do, Rocky? Well, mm. you know, my whole thing is, number one, they need to start teaching their people not to hate. Mm. I mean, we're starting to see this hatred because we've allowed it to infiltrate our society for 44 years. This hatred has now got into our country. You guys, mm. I have never taught my kids to hate a Muslim, to hate a Jew, to hate anyone like this. And here you get these people demonstrating. And again, you get to freedom. There is no greater country than the United States of America. That day of November 4th, you know, 66 Americans were stripped their freedom, their dignity, and their pride, known as the Iran hostage crisis. And I'm telling you, I've had the opportunity to come home and I'll live a great life. My girlfriend, which was, uh, we've been married 44, uh, 42 wonderful years. She wow. waited for me. Wow. And you know what? But everything that I've got, it's because of the freedom that we enjoy. And we should not ever forget that. All your listeners know that, you know, freedom is not free. And we've got men and women that are around the world uh, providing that. But we should not let the radical uh, allowed in. And, and try to terrorize our country. And that's what they want. They want you to be mm -hmm. terrorized, scared, and threatened um, so that you pay. And, you know, it's it's what we've been doing for 44 years. Plan since. is to take it from, from within. You're mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. All right, Rocky. Well, well thanks for the, for the message. Thanks for your service once again, of course. And y'all, around the Thanksgiving table, you know, take this time to educate your, your kids and just let them know what's going on. That's a... Perfect things. We got a lot to be thankful for, and man, we we just got to remember. As as well, we're and still doing that. You guys, you're helping us at Folds of Honor. Fifty one thousand scholarships. Uh, any of your listeners can go out to foldsofhonor.org, make a donation to be a squadron leader, uh, which is thirteen dollars each month. And by thirteen, it's thirteen folds to a flag. Uh -huh. uh, those eight individuals that sacrificed their life for my life, they got that. Their families got that flag, and. Like I said, I think about that, and I will be thinking about them this holiday season as I've had a chance. But uh, honor their sacrifice, educate their legacy at Folds of Honor. Right. Thank you guys so All much. Right. Rocky, thank you. Thank you, buddy. Hope we'll uh, get, get to catch up again soon. Roger that. Look thank forward you. to it. That's a Rocky Sickman, Marine Sergeant. Thank you so much. All right, foldsofhonor.org. Go check that out. All right, y'all. Well, let's play this John Boyd Jeopardy thing here. Review yesterday's question. We found out, according to their company website, the Scandinavian furniture company, Ikea, mm. sells about two million of these a day. Meatballs. Mm. A bunch of them. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could eat in the furniture store. They're, it's worth a trip just for the meatballs, <laughs> even if you don't is. buy any furniture. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Today's John Boy Jeopardy. According to the New England Historical Society, mm. around 140 people attended the first Thanksgiving celebration. And only four of them had this in common. Uh, they had on L.A. Chargers sweatshirts. <laughs> They're not very popular. <laughs> what y'all got? 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll-free line. We play John Boy Jeopardy next.
Saturday morning, Big Show's on the radio, humming through your hump day. And today's featured track from the Big Show Bitbox, Marvin Webster, Black Friday and Fat White Saturday. Search for keyword Fat White. Yes, really, at thebigshow.com. And right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's And now your host, a man for whom every Saturday is Fat White Saturday, (laughs) he's John Moore. And thank you. Let's say hey to Elsie out of Benwood, West Virginia. Good morning, Elsie. Good morning. Good morning. All right. You first up, you can claim this prize pack right here. If you can tell us, according to the New England Historical Society, around 140 people attended the first Thanksgiving celebration. Only four of them had this in common. Uh, is it women? Were they women? Southern Southern! Mm-hmm. I want to Pocahontas got invited. Uh, maybe, maybe the maid set at the kids' table. No. Was on the card, mm. though. No. You know, like, no, there's a pretty interesting, pretty interesting story behind the whole first Thanksgiving thing. I mean, what had happened is four of the pilgrims, now at this point, they started with 100. They were down to about 50 people. They got sick, mm. yeah. Yeah, four of them were appointed hunters. So they went out and mm. killed a bunch of birds. Mm. And they were so happy with the haul of birds. They had enough to feed everybody for a couple of weeks. They were so happy they started celebrating and shooting their guns in the air, right? Mm. Which brought the Indians over. Oh. What the hell's all this shooting about? <laughs> and so they decided to have a feast. The engine, the engines, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the Indians left, came back with uh, deer. So they had venison meat and uh, cooked for it. But, you know, there were only the four women preparing the meal for 140 people. And the wow. and their celebration lasted three days. Nice. Three days. Now, so the next time my <laughs> wife wants to complain about making a head of cabbage slaw for Thanksgiving dinner. So, now, did you look at it? Was it turkeys that they came no. back with? No, turkeys. No, they, had, they had like lobsters and stuff, right? Right, right. Yeah. Venison, lobster, yeah. uh, and the yeah, crop. The Indians brought the good stuff. They right. brought some right. 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 Yeah. We were out bringing birds, but here's some mm. starlings. Absolutely. The reason there was no turkey is because <laughs> the Indians felt that uh, killing a turkey was not fair play. They were too easy no, to kill. Easy. There was no sport in it. No, no we kind of no. taking a shine off my grand slam. Oh, like you never it. had a lobster grand slam. Come on. I've eaten seafood with you. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to correct you that it's Elise and not Elsie. Oh, okay. Hey, Elise. Oh, oh hey, hey, baby. <laughs> Hello. Okay, good. See you there. All right, Elise. All right, I like that. All right, well, Elise, you hang on. Jackie, get your prize pack to you. First time caller as well, guys. All right. Yeah. Thank you, baby. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news. Right on the other side, our time capsule. Thug up this day before Thanksgiving. Hang on.
This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. Hello, ladies. Look at your man. Now look at me. Now back to your man. Now back to me. Now let me take a look at your man. Ooh, your man is actually not a bad-looking guy. Oh, my. But sadly, he's not me. He doesn't look like me. And he doesn't smell like me. Say, is your man using one of those lady-scented body washes? Really? You know, on him, it kind of works. Where are you now? I'm on a boat. Does your man use sunscreen? He should. The sun does terrible things to the skin. Of course, your man's skin is actually quite nice. What's in my hand? It's an oyster. And inside, two tickets to that thing you love. Why don't you call one of your girlfriends from work? And the two of you have an evening out on me. Look again. The tickets are now diamonds. Maybe you and your girlfriend could sell a few and pick up enough cash to pay for a real girl's weekend in Cancun. Oh, don't worry about leaving your man behind. I'll be glad to keep him company. I'm a man who enjoys hanging out with other men. Before you go, tell me about you and your man. What's your situation? Are the two of you, you know, serious? Or is this just a casual thing? My man and I have what we call an understanding. We know that a man can enjoy the company of another man without there being any heavy emotional stuff. It's like two guys going to the gym. Now your man and I are in a gym. The whole place is full of men who use lady-scented body washes. Your man fits right in. Would your man like to grab something to eat later? I know a great little sushi place. Now your man and I are in a great little sushi place. Your man is freshly showered, but he still has the rosy glow of a vigorous workout. Your man doesn't really want to call it a night this early, does he? Does your man like to dance? Come on, I can tell he's got some moves. Now your man and I are in a nightclub. We're on the dance floor. Your man is shaking it like a Polaroid picture. Oh my. His phone rings. It's you calling from Cancun to see how it's going. He lets the call go to voicemail. I wouldn't read too much into that. Now your man and I are doing Jaeger shots at the bar. Your man says you're kind of stifling him lately. He says he needs some space. He thinks once you get back from Cancun, the two of you need to have a serious talk. He's discovered things about himself he never knew before. And to be perfectly honest, he's not sure you have a place in the new life he's planning. There, he said it. Now you're crying. Your man is apologizing. He didn't plan this. It just kind of happened. He says, it's not you, it's him. He's packing up his stuff and moving out. He thinks you're a great girl and you'll find the right guy before you know it. Your man hates that look in your eyes. He never meant for this to happen. But if it wasn't me, it would have been somebody else. Your man has to be true to who he really is. Here, I'm giving you another handful of diamonds to cheer you up. Your man and I will never forget you. We're riding off together into the sunset. We're on a horse. John Boy and Billy. <laughs> Morning radio done right. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 